2017, my brother was, he was, we lived in Kansas and he was like the local drug dealer, you know, the local pharmacist. Um, and like we smoked weed in the chicken coop and he hotboxed me in his car. I mean, he was like way older than me. And um, I don't know, like one, one night he like sat me down and he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to teach you everything about hip hop culture. And I was like, I always like, it was weird because I always felt like that night when he, he like, we stayed up like all night. It was, it was very crazy. I don't know. And I knew after that my life was going to be different, but that's besides the point. So I actually started smoking weed because of my brother and it really was like help. I didn't know at the time that it was helping me with my, I was self-medicating. Right. Um, right. And then like, everybody knows, like, I don't drink or whatever, but like I was a drinker and I didn't have access to cannabis all the time. So I think, you know, again, being an older carry looking back, I was using alcohol as a, as a, a medication, so to speak, but not really. Right. Cause it, it hurts clean for your body. It's not good for you. Right. But I, you know, you know, I can smoke a joint and, and be a normal person all day and all night long and still be myself. Cause like when I'm on, I don't know about you, but when I'm on alcohol, I'm not, my, I'm not carry, you know? And, um, like I grew up with like alcoholics and stuff. And I seen a lot of people like in Kansas in the small town, you see a lot of people like on drugs and you know what I mean? So like, there's even a stigma there. And even now, you know, where I'm from that, you know, marijuana is a drug or whatever. Um, but I wrote this paper in seventh grade that I was going to, um, I was actually born in, in, in Colorado, but that's besides the point. I, I said, I'm going to move to Denver and I'm going to work in the cannabis industry. And everybody looked at me like, oh my God, is she really talking about this right now? But Mr. Harvey let me do it, right? So he didn't, I was like, thank you, Mr. Harvey. Um, and I was always the art kid and like with art kids came weed, you know, and then I was smoking a lot of cigarettes and that's not good for you. Right. So it's like all these things that I noticed that weren't good for me, but the one thing that was always good for my body was cannabis, right? No cigarettes is trash. Alcohol is trash. So, I mean, this kind of stems back to like why I, you know, started smoking weed. Um, and, the, and then I start getting into a uh, psilocybin or whatever. And it was just, you know, psilocybin and weed and then I realized you know once I got my medicine from the psilocybin I, I have you know I just use it every once in a while if I need to go on a vision quest or something but you know in the last three years I've gone on a on one quest and but like I was using it you know microdosing regularly in the past um then I think a lot with this industry comes right time right place right so I come from like a black market life and then I go to Colorado, right? Because that's, I think that's a key thing for me is like, I always say what I'm going to do, always. And I think that's what kind of really sets me apart from, you know, how I roll, right? So I always say what I'm going to do. So I go to Denver, you know, I start living this life. I'm like living healthy. I'm working at 24-hour fitness. So I feel like a lot of people from cannabis also come from health and fitness. I mean, so many people come from health and fitness, right? Um I'm smoking weed, I'm working out, I'm pulling a little Arnold, right? And then I go uh, to the doctor to get uh, a med card from this guy and this doctor. And I said, hey, like, I was really blunt. I was like, hey, let me, let me help you grow this business. And I grew the one of, you know, it's still one of the first uh, medical marijuana doctor's offices in Denver. And I ran that for three years. And then I had a baby, but I didn't see him, my son, Richie. Um, and that's, I took some time to be with him, but I was always an advocate for cannabis, grew a law firm. Um, but then when Richie turned, I mean, he had regression, he was like really up, uh, above, and then he had some regression and he stopped speaking. And, um, I, I, I miss cannabis so much while I'm working at the firm. I talked to Todd. I'm like, I want to get back into cannabis. Uh, you know, I look up, 
you know, I always, you know, when I was at the doctor's office, I always remember um, all these magazines coming in. And I always thought, oh, that would be fun, like to interact. And, you know, that's kind of artsy too, with, you know, creation and, um, you know, sharing stories. And um, so I look up magazine and what pops up, Dope Magazine, Colorado. I'm like, okay, that's where I'm going to work. I, I, I know it. So I get on a call with Dave Tran and Christina and they they were like let's do it they fly me out to seattle and i feel like the rest is really history after that you know again right time right place just talk to the right people you know and it's really you know in this industry it's about networking you know again going back to the black market era everybody was face to face Sure. You know, and I, I and our businesses are still run like that. And, you know, it, it just kind of makes it hard, like during COVID. And I think that's what makes like, you know, places like Clubhouse really cool because you can still get that face to face kind of feel who that person is. Right. Who you're doing business with. You know, your drug dealer wasn't going to meet up with you. If they didn't know who you were. You can't just, hey, I'm going to order me an eighth. They want to see you. <laughs> they want to meet you face to face. Here's this. Yeah. Are you cool? Are you the cops? Like, I think that was the biggest thing back back in the day. Like, are you the cops? Like, even after they said, was that the cops though? You know, and it's like, it's cool. And I feel like, um, you know, when I was in Dem- like in Colorado this past decade, um, I just got used to my lifestyle. I can go down the street, buy weed anytime I want to, not even have a license. I can walk down the street and smoke a joint. Been doing this for years. Come to Oklahoma, you know, and people like, oh my God, I got pulled over the other day with a joint in my car and I freaked out. But, you know, I had my med card, so I was cool. You know, having those discussions was discussions that we had like 10 years ago and I'm hearing them again. And, you know, it's kind of, you know, and then you don't think about it, right? And you go to these other states that are still, you know, like Kansas, where it's like, they're not even having conversations like, oh my goodness, if they got pulled over, I mean, I'm probably going to jail, you know? Yeah. Um, what gets me is are these other states that have this conversation. They are actually having this conversation of which ailments are okay <laughs> for for uh, for uh, for uh, cannabis uh, on a medical side. Which ailment would it be okay to go ahead and try for? Let's allow our people to do that. That's ridiculous, right? right. Yeah, because you might be using it for different things at all different times. You know, like yeah. now, like sometimes I do use it recreationally when I'm hanging out with my friends and I just want to, you know, have a good time. But there's times where I use it. I mean, most of the time where I use it medically, I use topicals for my back, my back. I've had a baby. I've had two C-sections. You know, I get migraines. I have nausea. Like, do I have all those things at the same time? No. But, um, you know, well, and it really. And it boils down to, I think what you and James are talking about, it boils down to being able to choose. It's about your choice, regardless of what the ailment is or what, you know, you know that you're dealing with something natural. You know, you're dealing something with minimal, if no side effects at all. So if you choose to medicate with it as a topical or ingest it, um, smoke it or whatever, I think, you know, that's what, you know, it really boils down to is it's the freedom of choice and how we want to yeah exactly and that was the thing with my son like I've seen so many success stories with people at this point I was willing to try anything because he wasn't speaking he wasn't on you know they said he's autistic and they're doing all this stuff and um heard so many success stories about CBD and I was like okay I really just smoke a lot of weed. I do some concentrates at the time, right? So I'm going to really explore what's it like for a body without, you know, just using CBD, him, you know, and I do that. And then I realize, wow, this is great. Like my anxiety is like gone. Like I can like drive in this Denver traffic and not feel like I'm going to die, you know? Right. I was like, this, this stuff really works. So I'm like, okay. And I feel like I want to try something. I, I'm like, I tell my son, like when I take a drink of this Pepsi and I get a water at the, at the restaurant, I'm, I'm, I'm testing it for poison. You know what I mean? So it's like, I feel like that's what I was doing. I was testing it for poison. Um, and I had great results. So I gave it to him and I mean, he talks, he's, you know, and I didn't tell the te- like, I didn't really tell anybody what I was doing, but they were like, Carrie, he's made such progression. Oh my goodness, like, you know, 
all this stuff. They're like, wow, he's just doing so great. I don't know. Like if they were like, if there was a moment in time, like we didn't think he was ever going to get to this level. And it's like, yeah, I'm secretly dosing my child. And I'm not telling you about it, but it's fine. Um, you know what I mean? So it's like, I think it's no different than taking a vitamin, you know? Right. No. And, and uh, Josh and I have talked about this quite a bit, uh, you know, on and off the mic or where, whatever we're, we totally agree about it. It's, it is, it's, it's, it's essential um, um, to your body. And that's why, you know, I've, I've, you know, I was a uh, 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 patient first, uh, you know, mentality, but I'm a cannabis first mentality. We are all in need of cannabis in my point of view. And I think that it is, it could be used as not, not only a, a, a way of exploring things uh, spiritually or within yourself or finding, um, you know, ways to cure different ailments, but, but just also uh, on a, on a uh, supplemental level, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, I give CBD to my dogs, you know, yeah. I have four dogs. My, my, the, I have four, I had three, got four again. Right. But number one, Mr. Bruno was dying. And that's when I started, and then there we go again, right? Life changes happen. I wasn't really giving them CBD like all, all the time, but he was like getting it really, really old. He was, but I know he was living his best days. I was dousing him, you know, with CBD. And I, I think the only reason why he lived as long as he did is because of that. So now I give all my dogs CBD regularly because I want them to live as long as they can. You know, I guess you don't realize things until, you know, it's, too late or whatever the case may be but if I can keep them longer I give them the supplement every day and I know they're going to live a healthier life a longer life and be with me you know that's again to your point it's a supplement for sure yeah yeah, yeah for sure All right well and two you know it's with having you know all of us built with an endocannabinoidal system it's something that our body is truly asking for and knows how to process so to me, it's the same. I, I really look at it intuitively, or I try to, as, I mean, just like your digestive system. You know, it needs food, it needs nutrients to basically help your body balance, stay balanced and function. Endocannabinoidal system is a system, you know, even in the medical world that is literally thought of as natural medicine. To me, it's thought, I think of it as essential. Yes. You know, and I mean, I think it does go back to that, you know, vitamin or supplement, however you want to look at it. But to me, to ignore it, I don't, I don't, I'll never expect any of the other systems in my body to work properly and in balance, unless I'm taking care of that one that's supposed to be keeping them in balance. Yeah, I agree. This is a hard thing really to really explain to people that are not in that world or are not open-minded to it, or maybe think that they're open-minded to it because of the black market issue, because of, you know, the history of everything. And, and so we need to let people know that there, there's a good side to this and there's a very natural side to this for the human body. We're, we, we're not all, well, I, I do. I love getting high. Um, um, I'll put it out there. I, I do want to get high a lot. Um, but uh, not all of us out there are potheads. I own a business. Um, I, I run a few different affiliates. I know that, I mean, you are crazy busy, uh, Carrie. I mean, you started, like you said, I mean, seriously, come on. You started one of the largest, or is it the largest medical marijuana clinic i mean yeah i mean it's still around today you know but i mean yeah we were the first one i mean we were the ones downtown giving everybody their scripts we had the doctor buses like we were the very first person with the doctor buses i mean it would be so nice back then to have but not everybody had internet back then right but the the virtual like it just to see the progression like now you can do virtual doctor visits but uh, like here in oklahoma and like and that's what's so great about like oklahoma it's like you could still get your med card in colorado um you, you basically get better weed, you know, stronger, you know, you can get thousand milligram gummy bar and you can't get that on the rec side. You know what I mean? So there's different benefits. I mean, they really do make it. So you, ha- you have a med card for a reason over there. Right. But you still have to do face to face over there, you know? So it's like, if, you know, I don't know. I'm just saying like, 
having a virtual platform and seeing the progression that the industry has made. And we still have so much room to grow, so much education, you know, to spread across the globe. I mean, not just thinking in our US, like around the globe. And once it goes, because it will be international, you know, people in Oklahoma will be able to get some hashish from India, you know, at some point in the future. It's going to happen, you know? So, yeah. I'm going to be smelling like Indonesia in here. I'm telling you. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Well, and, and you know, too, something, you know, that really excites me, you know, when you speak about where the market's going and it's something that you also touched on in your personal experience was how that domino effect in the derivatives of cannabis, where you start to focus on your health and the natural ways that you can become healthy. I kind of think that's a natural progression that all people kind of fall into whenever they get into cannabis or any kind of natural mm-hmm. medicine. So one, I always see those positive derivatives of it. And so with, when you, when, you know, that's what excites me is when we talk about that market moving outside of Oklahoma and outside of the U S it's good because I also hear derivatives like you were talking about earlier, that health consciousness is going to start to come back. People are going to think about what they're putting in their body. So not only do I love what cannabis brings, but, you know, we've talked about it a million times on the show is like the derivatives of cannabis. Yeah. Looking at what you're putting in your body, you know, medicating naturally, whether it be with things like turmeric and cranberry and cannabis and, you know, other oils that the planet has to offer us. That's what really excites me because there's so much and so many other things that cannabis touches on. And to see that kind of spreading like wildfire, it, it really does. It gives me butterflies and it makes me proud to be in the industry that I'm yeah. in. And so, you know, and Carrie, I know too, I mean, like James mentioned, you are one of the busiest people in cannabis that I know. So, I mean, for you to still, you know, keep that a healthy conscious about, you know, as busy as you are and still concerned about your health, James, you know, hit the nail on the head. You guys aren't donors sitting around doing nothing between the two of you you guys make me tired when i listen to your schedule you know just when i hear what you guys are doing yeah so you know kudos to both of you guys but i mean i love that you guys are breaking the stigma i mean you guys are movers and shakers and cannabis medicators right and that's not where i meant to go with that i i know what what i trust me i'm very humble i don't think that i'm doing anything no. other than learning. You are though, so, because you are showing people, hey, I can run a business, I can be successful, I can, yeah. you know, ha- wear many hats and still be a user of cannabis. You're showing people a different side. Like it's not about that, I, you know, we're all going to get in a stinky pit and smoke a bunch of weed and it's something but a bunch of dreadheads or, you know, whatever. And it's like, it's the double lettuce. Yeah. Like that's not what it is. It's about us being, I'm, I'm a responsible parent of two and four dogs, you know, I, I, you know, pay my taxes and, you know, I am try, trying to save the planet. We're trying to save the planet, you know? Yeah, we all want to live, don't we? <laughs> we all still want to live here. So, yeah. yeah. So. But yeah, I mean, anyway, that, I mean but, that, you know, that, one that, of the big things with me is, and I'm sorry, I know that I'm on a delay, a little bit of a delay there. Is, oh, you're good. Uh, you know, one of the one of my passions is to for people to get over the guilt, the self guilt that they feel, um, because I felt that forever. Uh, there are a lot of people out there that feel that, and they're they're given that guilt by society and by you know people like like you were talking about. You had to hide the fact that you were you're helping your child in order to help your child. If you were to come out and say that then you would have haters or people out there that have a better situation or better uh, solution for your son than you do. It That's, that's what gets me. And, you know, just, it, it, it's like, get over this guilt, please. Yeah. No, but get over the guilt mongering. And then people that need this patience, we're out here and we love you and we want you to feel comfortable we want you to understand that this is a lifestyle and this is okay. Yes. We've been lied to for a long yep. time. We have. Yep. Preach, James. 
I love I'm it. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, and seriously, and even coming like, and that's again when I see like there are some uh, things that are here different in Oklahoma. I feel like Oklahoma is a very family oriented state. Like everybody at least has one or two kids, right? I feel like there's you know there's always family and it's really focused on family. Like Denver is really for like a single person, you know, and like being able to like take your child into the dispensary to get your medicine. Like that's huge. Like having cannabis friendly, you know, child friendly events here, like that's huge. Like they don't have stuff like that in Denver. And they, even though we're so progressive, they were so progressive, you know, um, right. It's still frowned upon over there to smoke weed in front of your kid, even if you are in the industry over there. But it's like I come over to Oklahoma and everybody's like, we're having kids friendly events and it's going to be great. And, you know, it's like we respect our kids. Like we're not lighting up a bunch of joints. We might be in our pin or, you know, something like that. But, um, you know, I just I, I love farmers, the progression out here. Farmers would relate. You know, I've been to Harvest where they, you know, the families will bring their children and all this, and it's a fun, wonderful time for the entire family out on the farm. Yeah. You know, everybody's pitching in, even the little guys, you know? Yeah. I grew up on a farm, like cows, watermelon. Oh, gosh. But I mean, that's again why I'm connected to the plant. I mean, we were growing some weed on our on our farm probably sometimes you know whatever um maybe, maybe yeah, yeah you know it was hemp wild hemp you know, wild dry, hemp, you know yeah. Hemp. Yeah. so yeah but you know that i mean but on the on the bright side of it though too you know with you know i know that both of you guys are parents uh, i've got kids also and, you know, I know, Carrie, with you, especially because you medicate, you know, your child with CBD and things like that, I mean, they will look at it differently. You know, change is coming for them because of what's happening now. Yes. And it is. I mean, they, there are kids now that will truly, from day one, look at cannabis as a medicine. That, you know, and I can't really say what that impact is going to have because I don't, I don't come from that place. You know, I, I truly do not know what it's like to always be told that this is something used in the right way and with the right approach can change your life for the better. I never heard that. Right. You know, so I don't know what that impact will be, but I, I mean, you know, I look forward to that. And that's, that's why I do what I do. I mean, you know, not only, you know, am I a patient and I'm a medicator, but it's because it is, it's changing something for the future and for our kids mm-hmm. and the way that they can look at something that, you know, like James said, that we've been lied to, yes, you know, about our entire lives. And so to me, and, you know, and I, I wasn't putting you guys up on a pedestal earlier. You know, I do respect the work that you do, but to me, you know, regardless of how small you all feel that it is sometimes to me, it's a big thing because, you know, that is, you know, that's a, you guys are creating a world that my kids will live in too. Well, we all are. So, I mean, that, right. Yeah. But I appreciate what you're saying. I do. Sure. Yeah. Um, and Dave you know, just hates it whenever you know, I put him up on a yeah, no, I, always get, I always feel weird. I, you know, I, uh, you know, I come from very, 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 very humble beginnings. So it's a weird feeling, which I have, you know, I have like my little books and stuff that I put all my notes in and I, you know, been doing I always do a lot of soul searching and you know been listening to a lot of clubhouse and a lot of you know those little you know motivational speakers that's a big subject that comes up a lot you know is um changing the mindset you know getting out of survival mode you know um I, yeah. I still struggle with it and I just, I just hide it very well, <laughs> but, uh, you know, but it's not, it's hard work. Like you have to be dead. I mean, my, I feel bad when I'm working, you know, 60 hour weeks, you know, and, but I mean, mm-hmm. I'm doing it for a greater good. You know, I always felt at the end of the day, like I'm doing something good, you know, not only for my family, but for the world. Yeah. Right. So, and yeah. 
you get to where you're, I mean, like you almost, <laughs> I hate to say this, you almost miss, miss the other side of it. You almost miss that uh, black market side, if you will. Josh, I know you're laughing. You, uh, listen, this is what I no, mean. No, but it's because I know what you mean. It's what I, the excitement, the little bit of anxiety, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And so, like, being a, a an entrepreneur or business owner like you, Carrie, you know, you probably get bored if you're not working your ass off. Yes. Right? Yes, 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 I do. Very, very much so. You know, and you're used to that other lifestyle and, and you know that's got to have something to do with it yeah I mean it is crazy I I meet um people who are in the industry you know and they entered the industry as a legal market they've never lived in a black market so sometimes like you know especially in Colorado where we deal a lot with compliance you know Jacqueline would be putting me in check on some things and it's because I don't know. I'm just smoking. I'm just sparking a joint right here because I can. And I, you know, it's like in black market, there's no like smoking section. You find somewhere to smoke. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, so, but like there, there are like things that you have to do in, in Colorado, for example. And she would kind of check me on that. And I, and I would tell her, I'm like, listen, I come from a black market. So thank you so much for like checking me or whatever. Um, but it's just like, yeah, there are people entering in the space that know nothing less or more. And I think the work ethic definitely is a little different um, because like when you're black market, there are no nine to five, there are no health benefits, <laughs> there are no, you know, and they, you know, it's like, uh, it's I think sometimes we put that on our people. Sometimes I think the industry some of the big dogs, they will like, you know, you'll hear like a horror story from an upset butt tenders, like, or whatever, you know, whoever in the, whoever had, you know, whatever experience, right? Because there, you know, it's been, it's known that there's turnover in this industry. So when you see people who have like these big track records at being somewhere for a long period of time, like it does hold water because everybody knows about the turnaround, right? Um, it's just because like our mindset is in a different place than it was and how it currently is. It's like sometimes some of the future, this is a nine to five. I'm, I'm serving you some weeds, you know what I mean? But then, um, you know, there's, you know, there's, I don't, I hate to say people like us, but the, yeah, then there's people like us who are just like, this is a 24 seven grind. Um, and not saying that everybody's like that, but, um, you know, I never would have thought there would be a nine to five in cannabis. I mean, I did, I guess, but like at one point it's like, you know, it's just crazy to see the progression, you know. Well, and I and I know what you I know what you mean too because I think that sometimes you can almost tell who came from old school and who is just from new school. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? They they have that more of that 9 to 5 approach where old school is like, "Oh, closed. What do you mean closed?" Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's Christmas. <laughs> <What>? No. <laughs> you, you do. You have that like corporate black market. And it is, it's kind of an adjustment for both sides. It's just like, oh, so we do shut down and we stop grinding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was funny. The other day, somebody was trying to set something up with me and not, it wasn't you, Carrie, but it was somebody and they were talking about like two weeks in advance on a Monday. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, like, I can't even, my thought pattern will be completely different in two weeks. There's no way. Sure, that, I may not even want to talk to you in two weeks. Yeah, I may not. Yeah, even, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just so different than than the corporate world. Uh, I'm I'm I, I uh, I've been up at uh, two o'clock in the morning with an advertiser changing ads on on magazine before I go to press. <laughs> but that's you know that's in the publishing world. You know, yeah. it's not necessarily. Oh yeah. Things, but you know those guys. He's not mad. He's not, uh, he's not, he doesn't think it's weird to call me at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I know. That's right. the thing too. Yeah. Like, I guess, yeah, we have, we have very open boundaries. Yeah. You know? Yes. I mean, I do get a call at 11 o'clock at night. Hey, if I'm not busy with the kids, I want to answer. Like, hey, what's up, Brian? What's going yeah. on? You yeah. know, like, what do you need? 
oh hey real quick what size do i need that picture again or you know a quick little text um yeah. you know i mean I don't, I don't even, know. With your, even with your employees you want them to feel like that it's separate but yet you're living in a world that's not kind of so it's like how do you you know what i mean it's kind of a it's a weird slope anyway we yeah. can go down no i mean i mean thank goodness not thank goodness but because we're all like-minded and we all know we all everybody in our crew uh has come from black or is kind of still like we have you know jonathan lives in texas a part of our top tree team lives in texas you know and yeah. it's very illegal down there like you get caught you I mean it's a felony charge if you get caught with an edible you know like anything concentrate is a felony you know i mean i couldn't imagine getting a felony for running around with a vape pin you know or like what the heck so um but anyway I'm so spoiled like from with travel and everything it's just ridiculous you get scared again when you go across the border it's like oh no i forgot I have this, I need to get rid of this, you know, or whatever. It's just very strange. It's a strange world. Yeah. I barely go to <laughs> illegal states. Like, yeah. even when, you know, before COVID, I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't really going to states that didn't, weren't legalized. Um, but for good reason, like, I, I'm not trying to go to jail. I got kids to think of, you know what I'm saying? But um Right. Nobody well, should live and, with that fear, though. Also, no one should live with that fear. It's absolutely ridiculous. Right. And, well, you, and you've seen what the other side looks like. Yeah. You know, exactly. And how the world doesn't fall down around you. You know, like they told us growing up, was everyone, you know, that the, your world would go to shit, basically. Yeah. But that's the thing is now, you know, we see that, you know, people are working and doing it. You know, these are billion dollar industries. And we are allowed to medicate that way. So it is, you've already seen that greener grass and it does. It's terrible to go into those states that aren't legal because you do, you kind of get, you know, you revert back to like the 16 year old you. Yeah. You're you know? almost like, really? Oh yeah, I forgot. That's weird. Right. That was my no weird. smell, no tell spray. Weird all this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the no smell, no tell spray legitimately saved Jonathan from going to jail. He said he got pulled over by a cop and he went, and he was smoking, he was actually smoking a joint in his car. Um, And he he sprayed it and it really, like that stuff really does work. It's very surprising how well it works. And it doesn't have like a weird, like, you know how most of those sprays have like that weird, like it might smell like some pine or whatever. It's like literally like, like odorless and it really did like I was surprised I was surprised my cousin came over to that our house for our birthday party we're smoking on the sunroom and um I don't know I know it's legal out here but she doesn't really smoke weed and she's very you know um so we smoked and it did smell like weed back there smoke and it just went away but it's like it's crazy though I mean the thing is you want to be respectful for the people who who don't necessarily want to participate, like that's their choice, you know, and that's cool. Just like, accept, like, accept the people who do because they're just trying to have a better life for themselves, you know? And it's like, we're not trying to force our ways on you. We're just saying, Hey, this makes me a better person. You know, this is helping my life. And, you know, if you don't want to use it, that's fine too. You know, we're not forcing anything on anybody. Yeah, and well, a lot of times you know, it, it, it's it some some of the things that we say or do to other people that are in the cannabis world may sound silly. I mean, it just may it's like why are you talking about that or whatever. But this is why, and it's because people don't understand, you know, that there are no toxins in the smoke of. That's why it doesn't stink the next day. Right, you know? and it. There's, you know, it's just those little things that people are like, well, I don't want to, you know, smell like that. I don't want the, you know, whatever they've been told, they they need to know that those things aren't true. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Yeah. Right. Well, and, you know, and, you know, going back to like respecting and being able to, you know, say being a group of people and be able to medicate, you know, I'm someone who, you know, I'm almost two years sober and I get. You know, I never, 
I've never heard a cannabis user try to force, like you said, force it on someone. But I can tell you, you know, personally, that I get a lot of pushback when I tell people I don't drink. <laughs> yeah. You know what I, mean? I get way more pushback. You know, one, because people who medicate do not want to give their shit to people who don't want it because we'll smoke it. You know what I mean? And, but I mean, I, I, you know, I truly have, I've gotten like so much, you know, oh, you mean you quit drinking completely? It's like, no, I wasn't just talking about last week. I'm yeah, done. Yeah. 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 You know no, I, mean? I do. You'd be surprised but nobody who's ever... how many people drink in this industry though. Like it's, it was always very surprising to me. I feel like you and I, Josh, are kind of some of the few that don't drink at all. Um, but I've learned like, yeah, I kind of spin it around like, Hey, do you have any mocktails like CBD mocktails? Like, do you make like what kind of cool like little drinks? So it's like I might hold like a fancy little drink, and maybe I have my own CBD yeah. in my purse or whatever, and I just put a little in. But um, you know, I feel like that helps or whatever. But I've really gotten to that. What non-alcoholic beverages do you have? And then like you have fun with the bartender, and then you still look like you're being cool. You know? Yeah, sure. So, oh, yeah. That's my little workaround for you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you have. That's the sad thing is you have to have the drink. They don't care what drink is in your yeah, drink. You just have to have it. one to be accepted in the room. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, and then the people who are like, but, "Oh, you want the shots? Let's get the shots." I'm like, "Can I get a shot of water? Like, I'll do a shot of water with right, you. Right. Like, that's cool." And I've I've literally done that. And I that's you know, or a shot of Pepsi because I don't drink soda very often. Again, like the testing for poison, like that's that's enough for me, you know. So sometimes I really will take a shot of like Pepsi. Like, okay, let's do the shot of Pepsi. Like I'm down. Um, It's be hard for, I mean, listen, I don't drink anymore. Um, I'm sober as well for a couple of years. Congratulations to you both. Thank you. Uh, But I think it would be so weird for me to go to Mexico and not drink. (laughs) I've never been to Mexico and not drink. (laughs) And I've been to Mexico a lot, but uh, right, that would be great. no. I don't drink at right. all. It just I I don't know. Maybe it's because I don't want to say I'm old, but I got a couple gray hairs. Um, I don't feel good for weeks. Like yeah, yeah, the I last time I drank, I don't. I mean, weeks to recover, like almost like two and a half weeks. Like that's not normal. Like that's not right. No, it's not, you know? especially whenever, you know, I can go to an event and smoke as much. I mean, I I mean, I would never, ever put myself in the same room as Snoop Dogg, but I would feel like <laughs> my ego felt like that. Right. Yeah. Oh, he, he smokes as much. It's, it's not a lie. It's not a myth. Like he's, he's the chain oh. smoker. He's got the whole bag. He's got his King Louis. Like. Yeah. We but I bet he wakes up the next day and he's not hung over at all. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, man, I'm yeah. good. And look how young he looks. He's not out there drinking. Yeah. He's smoking weed all day and playing video games. And, you know, playing all, you right. Know, right, uh, yeah. since COVID, he's really been getting into his health. So, um, you know, he's in the gym every day and, and playing basketball and stuff. Um, he takes COVID very seriously, but we got to hang out before uh, it hit back in February when we did the Snooper Bowl. Um, but yeah, you know, you definitely got to take care of yourself. That's for sure. And he yeah. does. He, but he does. He smokes a lot. Yeah, you know, and we've we've talked about this on the show before. You know, that's something that I think you know CDC and all of those guidelines don't really talk about when it comes to COVID. All of their plans are so reactionary. You know, yeah. this is a this is something that attacks your immune system. I love that you brought up that point that get in the gym or whatever, you know, take those supplements, get healthy, be proactive about, you know, something that you know is going to attack your immune system. And I think that's a good point because that's more of a proactive approach to what's going on. right Yeah. Now. I'm actually in lockdown in my house right now. Yeah. James okay. is in quarantine. Four. Did you catch the COVID? No. Or you were exposed. Somebody, my, my son uh, was at the uh, YMCA and somebody had, Tested positive there. Please don't tell me it's the one in Mitch Park. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one I go to. (laughs) I don't want to cause a big... uh, No, I love the YMCA. Even if I caught it there, it'd be like, 
it'd be kind of my own fault. You know what I mean? But I appreciate oh, yeah, that sure. they're open and that they're allowing kids club and yeah. family swim. And, you know, if I don't feel good, I stay home. You know what I mean? Even if, you know, I have, you know, my kid does it does there after school every day, but you know, we're on lockdown for 10 days. So yeah. my daughter caught or she didn't catch COVID, but she was exposed to someone at school with COVID. So she had to quarantine for two weeks here. Um, so yeah, no, I told I totally get it. I've been quarantining basically since like December-ish, but a lot of my work is we're we're doing so much virtually. I mean, the other than Oklahoma, most of the world is shut shut down still. You know, one in three people in California have COVID. So definitely, you know, having to do a lot of virtual stuff for people um, to catch them up. Because, I mean, we've been doing, I mean, again, right time, right place. You know, everybody kind of started a bunch of pages when, when Instagram first started. You know, and we, and we grew our pages and, and that's how we, you know, do our growth and our traffic and are able to, like, do untraditional methods of marketing because the traditional methods aren't allowed to us, you know? So it's great to have platforms like, you know, Mary Jane and Top Tree and, and Herbage and, um, you know, even, uh, what's the other, the other one out here? But yeah, there, I mean, yeah, you know, we're all here to offer for the same cause and that's, you know, to spread the word. Yes, for sure. And, you know, if we all collectively make that a big microphone, so many people will hear it. You know, and that, that's my point of view, that we all just need to gather around and shout into that microphone as loud as we can until the world right. answers. Yeah. Well, that'd be great. Yeah, you know, that's the, that's the, well, that's the thing, too, you know, that I love about cannabis community in general, but especially Oklahoma's cannabis community, is that it never feels like you're butting heads. It always feels more like a huddle. Yes. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. It's like our heads are together, but we're not butting heads. You know, we're learning off of each other. We're kind of, you know, using each other's knowledge, but it, you know, and don't get me wrong, there's healthy competitiveness in there too. I um, mean, sure. because I think you need that. I think it's great. But I, I love that about the cannabis community. It's almost like whoever you're in competition with, it almost feels like you have an arm around them at the same time. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, that's, and that, so it's, that's it's kind of nice. Too, yeah. Well, and it's especially after, you know, this whole year that we've gone through, it's just kind of nice to be in a community, you know, that operates that way. And when the rest of the world, world seems like it's not, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sorry. Not to get on that. I, I promise I wouldn't bring up 2020 again. And here I it's am. It's all good. No, I mean, um, I'm, I'm, 2020 was good to, uh, I mean, as you said, I mean, we are essential. We were deemed essential, you know, so 2020 was good to the cannabis community, you know, and um, it really did take us to that next chapter in our, in our, in our life, you know, so because now the world knows like, hey, now it is essential because we were just in a global pandemic and people were still able to, to work and get their weed and, you know, continue on with their livelihood you know I feel really bad for those people who who don't have jobs right now I mean and there's a lot of um you know survivor's guilt in the community a ton of it a ton of it and it's very it's very hard to say oh you know and then it's like you hate like you know posting your Christmas because it's like you know you worked really hard to get that Christmas for your kids but there's probably a lot of kids that did not have Christmas this year you know, didn't get to see their families. You know, we didn't really, we didn't see our family either. But that's besides the point, you know. Um, yeah. That's the other reason why the community too needs to get together and really show their support and for charities and things like that, you know, mm-hmm. and not just cannabis charities. Yeah, no, like All cannabis doing good where they're, you know, they're making gardens for for the elderly and helping you know do highway cleanups and you know there's big initiatives in Colorado for for giving back and and um doing you know public service work and um you know that's that's gonna you know I I love seeing that continue and just hey like hey it's not just about supporting the people in cannabis you know we're getting people school supplies 
You know, there's always yeah. some kind of drive or, you know, someone donating, you know, $10,000 to a school because they can, you know, because that school needed, you know, new paintbrushes or whatever the case may be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what this has allowed for me, Josh, and I'll, you know, I'm sure you too, is to be able to do that and not out of vengeance, not, not say, hey, look what cannabis, you know, but more like, hey, you know, fuck it. I'm going to give to kids any way that I w- want to. Right. And, uh, you want to try to stop me, you just go up, you just keep trying to stop me. But, you know, right. that's the way I look at it. It's like, finally, I'm going to be open to us, us people that really have something, a cause that we want to get behind. We can finally get behind it the way we want to get behind it. Right. Yeah. So, well. You know, and I think it touches back on what we talked about, you know, really when we started the call was that freedom of choice and how it kind of empowers us, you know, to do things like James was talking about. You know, if nobody's getting behind this cause, I mean, we're from the cannabis world. We know what it's like to be outcast, yes. right? So that's the thing. I'll be damned if you're going to tell us we can't get behind the cause because that's what we do. That's exactly. right. You know? So, I, I mean, I, I think that does, it goes back to that, having that, that freedom of choice is empowering. And it kind of, you look at it as, well, if I can do this, well, watch what I can do next. Exactly. Hold on. It's, it's really good to see. Yeah, exactly. But I do, you know, going back to what Carrie said earlier, I like, now my takeaway for 2020 is the tagline will be 2020, the year cannabis was deemed essential. Because I didn't really look at it that way, and that is that's a big thing. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. Gave me butterflies. You know, it's the little right? things for us, the little successes. You know, I'll take as I'll take a million little successes. You know, because that that's what that's what builds to the big ones. You know, so yeah, I think 2021 is going to be good. I, you know. We're going to go federally federally legal, you know, um, that's going to be huge. Maybe we can actually, you know, someone can actually have a bank account, you know, maybe, you know, you know, some, you know, there's so many people. I mean, it's not safe when these businesses are running around with cash, you know, that's not safe for your employees. You know, there are a lot of starving people out there right now, especially now. You know, I don't want my daughter working at a dispensary and like if she was like, hey, she's five, but she was like, hey, mom, I want to go run a dispensary where there's nothing. They only take cash. You know, I don't know if I want you to work there. You know, that's not safe. Like someone can go in and put a gun to your head and say, give me your cash or I'm going to shoot your brains out. You know, and she's so hard headed, you know, so, um, you know, definitely mine. (laughs) <laughs> so, so uh what's, what's what's next for you for this year what's 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 coming up you know um as of like 40 we're gonna have a big press release on it but as of like you know the last three days um we mary jane was a uh a part of good leaf so now we've made uh, Mary Jane its own entity. And so Top Tree and Mary Jane, are, it's going to be under uh, Mary Tree. So we completely taken over the whole internal, because before we were just partners, but now we've completely put everything together. So um, just a ton of resources, even more resources than we had before, um, you know, helping with virtual events, doing a lot of stuff in Clubhouse, um, you know, I guess we'll see, you know, once summer comes around, what the numbers are like for COVID. But, you know, people, artists want to, you know, they want to work. They want to sing. They want to be with the people. And the, the people miss right, it. But right. it's like, is it worth that person? You know, what if someone catches COVID and they take it to their grandma and their grandma dies? You know, that you have you have to think about waiting that on your heart. And what if you catch COVID and you give it to, you know what I mean? And um I'm just ready for COVID to be over. I think we all are. Um, but until then, you know, we're helping people connect 
virtually, you know, and that's all, you know, at minimum, that's what we can do to still bring everybody together, you know, but um, yeah, no, I'm excited for, you know, this is, will almost be my full year once uh, in May, it'll be my full year in Oklahoma. And, um, you know, I hear the weather has been different this last year than it has in the last, you know, it's always like, it snowed 20 years ago. It snowed like this 10 years ago. And it didn't freeze <laughs> rain eight years ago. And it's like, okay, do I, why do I keep catching the stuff that come, you know what I mean? That, you know, so. Uh, um, I don't think there is a season where somebody here says, well, it did this 20 years ago, ever. Yeah. We'll <laughs> do that constantly. Yeah. So. Right. <laughs> I, I love it here. It's so great. So, awesome. um, yeah, I'm just really excited and hopefully, you know, being able to travel again and, you know, I'm just, I'm excited to see what 2021 holds, you know? So, um, I think everybody has kind of, you know, was in limbo this last year. Nobody wants to be in limbo anymore. Let's just move forward. So, yeah. 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 What about you? What's the big, any big plans? Well, I had that feeling like last year of trying to steer, of trying to, you know, really ride that COVID in 2020 and whatever else is going on in the atmosphere. (laughs) And so, and I'm a little tired of it, just like everybody else. And so, uh, you know, it's time to see what, see what the universe is going to bring and also build on what the universe did bring. Um, that's, that's what herbage is going to be up to this Very year. Well we have a lot of charity events too, uh, in the, in the works. So I'm always down to support charity. So, you know, if there's any way I can help support you, just let me know. I, I'm always, we are always down, um, to helping, you know, charities and, you know, just let me know. That's awesome. I know Josh, uh, Josh just took on a new uh, role himself. Yeah. Oh, he's rolling his eyes out. (laughs) 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 He's working with some great guys over at Easy Street. Yeah, yeah. They're friends of ours, and they're they're good people. But, uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing everyone. I, I just, yeah, I want everyone to stay busy, stay healthy, 2021. You know, obviously, you guys will keep doing what you're doing. I know that what you guys are doing is great things for the cannabis community and outside of it as well. Um, but really, I'm, I, I've stopped trying after 2020. I've stopped trying to. I, I'm, I'm, I'm shooting low on expectations. <laughs> and I say, I say that somewhat jokingly, but no, I just, I kind of like you know what you had said, James. Uh, I'm just kind of seeing and kind of what you had mentioned, Carrie seeing where cannabis puts me, um, looking out for my family first and foremost, but I kind of want to ride this wave of seeing where it goes. Um, I love working for easy street. I love where this journey, um, where we're headed. Um, I think you're going to see big things from those guys and from us. So I'm just, I'm looking forward to this new journey with those guys and seeing what 2021 brings. I know that I'll be seeing these faces again. Yeah. That, that's, uh, oh, that, that's always, it's, it's always promising to when, you know, when good people are staying, like you said, there's so much turnover, Terry, and it's always good to hear people that are just rooted in this industry that aren't going anywhere that are good people. Yeah. So, good, good, good to hear that we'll all be side by side in 2021. Yeah. And beyond. So yeah, absolutely. it's still just the beginning. I mean, it's still just the beginning. So what do you, do you see uh, uh, mushrooms coming? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. 100%. It's medicine, you know, and it always has been. People just never talked about it. Yeah. You know? So um, I know people who are starting their brands right now, you know? Mm -hmm. So I mean, right time, right place. I'm just saying, it's an yeah. It's, they, well, they they had a pretty good model to watch the cannabis industry and how it's working. So, I mean, they're doing their due diligence. Yeah. It's smart. Yep, yep. I mean, I think that's 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 the takeaway, right? Always think big picture. I tell everybody, like, you li- don't live in the now. 
because if you live in the now, yeah. then yeah. you put yourself in a bubble and you're not going to be here 10 years from now. You know, yep. you have to think big picture. You have to, you know, there's going to be someone younger than me who wants to eat my lunch. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. You got to think big picture, but also I find strength in thinking small pictures within those big pictures with the sense of urgency. So what I, what I do is I tell myself, what if I'm not here in three months? the hell do I want to say? Right. Let's trick myself. Yeah. <laughs> your, your words are yourself. <laughs> now I just let the cat out of the bag and I know, and I'm not going to be able to trick myself anymore. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your words are your spells. And, you know, I, I, ha I feel like everybody needs a vision board. I feel like when you go to school, like that should be the number one thing. Like there should be a class about, you know, these things and about you know having conversations like like open conversations about life and um i think that's something that like the school systems are lacking just like health and i mean they have like pe but you're learning to run around a track like you're not really learning about other things and maybe it's changed i don't know i guess we'll find out um but like the virtual land that i'm living in isn't it's about jumping jacks and watching youtube videos um right. yeah with these kids i'm just like you know talking about that I know we we're kind of going over time but um I feel like I'm rambling on about you know whatever I don't get to, I don't get much human contact like this no I'm just kidding when it's not I don't you know someone's campaign or you know whatever well but that's it you but you make a good point because the one thing in all of this and COVID and having to social distance or whatever we may have lost that personal touch but we have one thing we've been able to keep is discussion because that can happen, you know, the way we're doing it today over a phone call, um, letters or whatever. But I'm kind of with you, like, I kind of like blowing smoke. You know, I like talking about things. I like talking about ideas. And I think that's the one thing that COVID has not been able to touch on. Yes. It can't stop that. Um, so I, I mean, I think that I'm glad you brought that point up because that's something I know that probably my wife and the people around me sometimes get annoyed with. Um, cause maybe I just want to blow smoke up people's ass, but I mean, I, I think there is, there's something that it kind of, it reverted us back to the art of discussion. And I think is lost a lot of times because of these little screens. Sometimes, you know, you look at kids sometimes and they can't, they can text you all day, but they can't put a sentence together, you know? And to me, I hope that's something that maybe this brought back was long formatted ideas and talk, yeah. you know? Well, or maybe I'm just no, 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 no. Are you on Clubhouse? <laughs> if you're not, you should totally. Um, I'll, let's follow each other. Um, okay. But I mean, I think that's that's the wave of the future this year. Clubhouse is 2021 and yeah. Clubhouse. I think that it feels like going to a conference. It feels like going to an expo. It feel you know it has that same sense of I'm going to see my friends. You know. And you don't have to be like, you could be, you know, at the beach, you could be at your house, you could be anywhere to be on, on Clubhouse. It's, it's that discussion, you know, and what I love about it, too, is like, if you're in Clubhouse, you're there to share knowledge. That's what it is. I mean, I, I've learned like I've learned so much or it's reaffirmed things I've known or it's me giving advice to someone who who, who needs it or, um, you know, where a place where, you know, I could connect with someone that I didn't, you know, I didn't know before. Like I've met some really cool uh, tribal leaders on on Clubhouse and I've met um you know, some really amazing people on there. Like I was, you know, I can, if I wanted, I, like sometimes I get on these, like the millionaire mindset clubhouses where I'm in a room with, you know, Grant Cardone or, you know, I mean, there's other ones where like Paris Hilton's in there or whatever, but it gives me a chance, you know, to, to raise my hand, you know, and say, Hey, Grant, what do you think about this? You know, when am I going to see Grant Cardone when he's running around on his private jet? Like he's on his private jet right now answering my question you know I, there's no other place you can do that huh isn't i've never really 
Is my audio still? Yeah, it cut out for just a second, James. Go ahead. Okay. I was just saying that's really amazing. The amazing platform that 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 is the clubhouse. Yeah, it's um, it just got out of like a beta testing, but it's still a slightly exclusive. So if like you yeah. add the app, like I had someone hit me up and say, hey, Carrie, that's kind of how I first found out about it. It was like, hey, Carrie, are you on Clubhouse? And I was like, no, what's Clubhouse? And they're like, well, only people with juice can get in. Like you should, you should, you should try to get in. And, and then when you get in, you should uh, give me the, your invite because you only get one invite. You can only invite one person, right? Oh, wow. But if someone in your contacts tries to, um, get in or they're in enough people's contacts on the app it might pop up hey do you want to let so-and-so in and I can say yes without using one of my invites right but when so anyway that person I downloaded it said we're making your account now and I was like hey it says I was like are you sure you did it right because it said it's making mine they're like no I've been on the wait list for two months as soon as you get in there let me know <laughs> I was all like okay um so then, yeah, I directly like sent them uh, a request to to come in. I was like, Here, here's your invite, you know, and um, it was it was great. And it and it's been, I mean, I got to talk to so many people I wouldn't have been able to talk to unless I was at MJ Biz, you know, and it's like it's so it's like a little reunion of cannabis. And then you're meeting new people in cannabis that you didn't know. Like I'm talking to people in Illinois as I'm talking to people in PA, you know, I was just talking to someone from PA in New York at the same time this morning, you know, like just having like open conversation about school and cannabis and like balancing life. And like, we were all kind of, we were all giving each other advice on like best practices and um, there's really small rooms and there's, there's really big ones, you know? So um yeah, that's my that's my little. I promise I don't worry. But yeah, yeah, I'm, just I'm just kidding. But yeah, no, no, it, no it's a. Um, I sh I say you should because I because you can be in there and you can start a uh, a channel. So so Mary Jane goes in there, starts it. Urbridge goes in there, and starts their own channel. You have like a yeah, weekly yeah. show or whatnot, and you can have discussions like this with an audience listening in to our conversation right now. Yeah, so I actually have two invites. So if you need one, like let me know. Yes. I don't have some juice. Yeah. You probably have the juice to get in. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be a problem. But uh, I don't have any juice. Yes, no, there's. Yeah, we don't have your no, juice. No, I mean, there's probably some juices in there. So um, it's. I'm sure you can get in. I'm sure it wouldn't be a problem. Try, then you get to test your juicing abilities. Let's see. Let's see. I didn't tell you who that person was that I let in. So I'm just saying, like, we can keep that. But I mean, it does show who nominated you, which makes me look cool because, you know, uh, yeah, because I let you in. So. Cool. Yeah, yeah, just let me just let me know. But um, I don't yes. know how long this thing runs. But thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me and just oh yeah, no, shit, just, uh, oh. you know, yeah. If there's it, it, there's nothing else that you want to get out there, then 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 we're pretty much done. I mean, really, what what we what we like to ask people to do is just share the word. Um, that's the most important thing uh, right now. We can't advertise on any of the normal platforms that get to people, uh, Mr. Zuckerberg, uh, you know, uh, screw you, <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> They're starting to so, be a little bit more lenient on like top TB CBD topicals, which is a good step. And, um, yeah. Instagram has paired with like clubhouse, for example, for being cannabis friendly. Um, so That's I think good. it's going in the right direction, but you know, uh, well, maybe I don't know. All of my accounts are red flags. Yeah, so I no, I mean, ever, like, I once you go to the button, no return, but. But yeah. anyway, so the best way for you guys, if you're uh, listening and if you like the show, please share. Please share it Absolutely. with a friend. Let somebody know word of mouth, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you're at. Just let them know. Um. And, you know, I've walked into some uh, some dispensaries and they're actually playing our show in the dispensary. And 
first of all, the, somebody had to pick me up off the floor because I was amazed. That's okay. um, but second of all, I was like, well, that's a good, that's a good, I mean, listen, it's educational and people may want to listen. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and Carrie, thank you for being on the show. Uh, James, thank you for getting all of this set up. Um, hope you guys stay healthy. Um, everyone out there listening, thank you guys for listening. Share it with someone that may need to hear it. Share it with someone that doesn't want to hear it. I don't care. Um, but just take care of each other out there. Stay medicated. Um, Carrie, again, thanks for being on the show. James, don't lose your mind in quarantine. <laughs> I'll try not to. <laughs> Thank you, Thanks, James. We love you. Thank you. Thank you so much.